This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Country Treaty Show on CliffCentral.com. My name is Dumi. My handle is Dumi Sole on Twitter. Hello, guys, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. How are you, Sole? I'm well, yourself. I'm okay, I'm okay, can't complain It's raining, cats and dogs outside uh, Sitting in traffic The longest time I've ever sat in traffic I've never <laughs> driven in rain like that before uh, New drivers um, You know, you get used to it The thing with rain and driving is um, You'd swear that your work drivers don't know how to drive And it just becomes a nightmare The highway, people were speeding And coming in and out Like Guys, like slow down, hey! Like some yeah. of us here are brand new on this road, but anyway, you'll be you you'll be strong. Um, how's the week been? It was okay. It was all right. I had no, you know, it was a very calm week. Um, tried different things, going different places this week, so I've been rather adventurous. Okay. Um, very sad um, news this morning that broke. Uh, yes, another hero yes. has fallen. Another struggle. World War I, has that is crazy, yeah. May his soul rest in peace. May his soul know, rest in interestingly, peace. Um, and, and I saw the tweets when, when in the morning just before one headed off. Um, most of the struggle icons um, that we recently uh, lost were more opposed to you know craft and, and nonsense that that was done by the government. Interestingly, mm. um, and normally you then get people who are either alleged to have been corrupt or otherwise being the ones who are singing praises for them. I really found that ironic. So the corrupt people are the who were being alleged alleged corrupt people. Okay, <laughs> alleged corrupt people who were being called out or getting back halimel or kebaholo are the ones who are coming out to say uh, to sing praises. Yeah, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying exactly that. In fact, what what I realized, as I said, you know, others are either caught up in your Gupta alleged scandals and stuff like that, but they'll sing praises and stuff like that, and it's we know very sure. well. I guess so, um, and it's very unfortunate. Because I mean, if there were, if it was, if it was genuine and sincere, it was some. It's stuff that would have been said while the people were still alive and hearing this, and not yeah. while they were um, no longer no, with us. Is, no, I'm, I'm definitely. It's the same thing with the Erasmus guy who's now coming out to clear Mamawini's name, and I'm like, really. No, no. Uh, if there's one thing that I will never. Time, I'll never take serious as apartheid apologists and actually <laughs> perpetrators who suddenly come up and wanting to clear their conscience in circumstances where they, they chose evil over good at over the time. Good, exactly. and, and really more than, and what, what is very interesting for me is how the media is suddenly giving them space to breathe and for them to tell the story. This is exactly my point because now this Mr. Erasmus person says now he was, um, he tr- he's been trying to to bring this out. He's been trying to 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 clear the air and to to clear Mamawini's name, and nobody has been taking him seriously. Could Why have written now? an open letter. Could have sent it to the newspapers yes. and stuff. Um, but who's to and say that he nonsense. didn't? And then they weren't they weren't taken seriously. I mean, media these days is very much all about you know the the. I mean, look at right now we've got our very own Doctor Estam Tlangu, who is not even being. Given the the necessary praise that she's Absolutely. been given, congratulations by the way, Dr. Esther Mantlago. Thank you very much for representing us so proudly in South Africa. Absolutely, and and I haven't seen. I mean, I was in the office this morning, but I would have loved to have seen front pages for the past couple of days with her there. It should just be. to show. It um, should be. But the likelihood it's not. Uh, if it is, please hit us up on Twitter on at Dumisole and um, at handful underscore k at country duties at a, and our studio number is oh eight six one triple five one eight nine. 
Our WhatsApp number is 079-748-2090. We are looking forward to having this conversation with you and others. Before we even get into our conversation, which we will now and introduce our esteemed guest, um, I think the memorial service, both in Free State and Orlando, went very well. What do you think? I loved... Strangely enough, um, a couple of speeches, our deputy president's speech was very moving, um, yeah. touched all the right spots. The tributes by the grandkids, the great grandkids, I shed a tear. It was impossible to watch that without shedding a tear. Yeah. And the grandson, when he, when he told the, <laughs> bishops and chiefs all alike. Yeah. No, no, it was lovely. But, um, today we're discussing a very interesting topic. Um, one in my view that is, either unknown or there isn't um, much awareness on it. Mm. It's quite a, a serious one. And, you know, with country duty, we are always of the view that we need to create awareness, not only just create awareness and try and find solutions, more importantly, partner with the powers that be um, to try and, 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 and find sustainable and long um, solutions. solutions towards a, such problem. And um, in our studio today, we are very interesting and people who will take us through this because I think you and I are really lay people and don't know much but interestingly um, I also hope that we'll come out of here more you know um, schooled learned and and also understanding what is it that we can do to to aid um, people who are suffering or impacted by lupus and 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 what it effectively means but before we we get into the integrities as I said um, will I just request our guest to Briefly introduce themselves. Uh, hi, my name is Bonto Muilwa, the founder of the Lupus Drive. Hi, my name is Itumeleng from the Lupus Drive. Um, I am actually living with lupus. Welcome, um, Bito, and welcome, mm-hmm. uh, Bonto. Um, it's lovely to have you on the show. Um, and, and really thank you for availing yourself at very short, um, sh- short notice. Um, let's just talk about your organization. When did it start? How did it come about? Um, and we can then get on to... Can I interrupt you for two thing. seconds? I want to first know what is lupus? Like, Dumi came to me last night. He's like, we're talking lupus tomorrow. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. So if you, outside of the definition that's given on here, it's a, a disease that attacks the... Sorry, I can't see you. A disease that attacks the... The, the internal organs mm. what more can you tell us about what is it exactly okay so let me just explain it first Hori, what exactly is lupus yes. um lupus is an autoimmune disease so it's chronic first of all okay. right now your immune system becomes hyperactive so when you're saying hyperactive we mean that it just jumps around and it confuses your cells yeah. now your cells they produce um, the necessary fluids and nutrients to keep the organs alive. Mm-hmm. So when we're saying it's attacking the organs, so the cells are starving the organs of those uh, um, nutrients and uh, liquids. Yeah. So then your organs slowly die. So, oh, okay. yeah, it can also affect uh, certain areas besides your organs, like your eyes. You know, um, your eyes can start swelling up. Okay. And then sometimes they might say it's a thyroid problem. Yeah. Or one. Yeah. And then eventually it moves on to uh, so painful <coughs> joints where your joints start to swell up and you can't even hold a fork when you're going through that stage where it has not yet been diagnosed. So right. how do you, how do you, what are the symptoms or how did you come to discover it? 
Ooh. Yo, my and maybe while you and I also <laughs> before you take us there, I think uh-huh. uh, as I said, um, tell us about your organization and 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 I've seen on your website the the the, the, the stories and 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 the importance of it. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I'd like to just know, firstly, you know, to a certain extent about the organization, how did it come about, and 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 what. And as you would tell us, Situmeleng, as to what it has done for you or being part of this organization. But I'm really interested from our sponsor to, mm-hmm. to tell us about that. Um, <laughs> this is actually a very, very funny story. We grew up yeah. together. Okay. We went to high school together. Yes. Now I believe Hori, he always had it. <laughs> but um, because I guess at the time we were very clueless and, and young. we don't really, you know, growing up, you don't really care about going to the doctor and stuff of like course. that. So um, last year, um, July, mm. I kept on seeing the whole year. He kept on posting about lupus, and I didn't know anything about lupus. Yeah. Um, I start. I made contact with him, and basically um, asked Hore, "What what is this thing that he's going through?" You know, and I started doing research on it myself, only to realize Hore. A lot of people actually don't know about it. Um, came back to Joburg. I was in Cape Town at the time. Came yes. back to Joburg. We sat down and we actually started the Lupus Drive. Um, this is three months later. We launched three months later, which was the 25th of November. And four months later, we're here. Yeah. Um, basically, the Lupus Drive is a non-profit organization dedicated to raising awareness for lupus. Um Creating programs basically of research, support and advocacy for people that basically suffer with lupus. Great stuff. Um, and, and I think it is a very interesting and necessary platform. Um, and maybe let's just go back to it, Mele. I mean, um, you had said you are suffering from lupus and you're explaining um, uh, what it is and stuff. How did you find out? Well, it first started where my joints started to be sore. Like um, there was a point where I couldn't actually walk for like four months. Like yeah. Literally, I was being turned over on the bed. I was yeah. being bathed, carried to the toilet, and so forth. So by then, they didn't know that it was lupus because now nothing um, on my face, like the rashes that you read about, yeah. was not showing on my face. Yes. So the symptoms were more internal. So now, what happened was I went to the hospital. I was uh, at JST in Rustenburg. Yes. So I went to the hospital. I got there, and um, the doctors were like, you know what? We need to do a scan of your chest because you're breathing funny. Yes. You know, and... I was breathing like I was running, even though I was sitting You're still, yeah. you know, and I was, it, it was heavy to inhale and sure. it was painful. So, um, they took me into x-ray. They did the whole, um, x-ray on the chest, came back. And the thing that got me there was the looks on the look on the faces when yeah. they pulled, um, the x-ray up to the light. Sure. Their eyes just popped. Yeah. When, and I was like, Ivan, so what, what is, is this? What, what yeah. is happening? I know, you know, and, yes. and it, it's, it's traumatizing when you're looking at their faces because, you start that to wonder a lot of things. Yeah. Like, now I'm dying. Yes. You know? But and then um what happened was they started looking at it and they started disgusting, they moved away, yes. came back. I'm 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 and literally shaking. Yeah. Yeah. So for me it was not a nice place to be. So sure. they came back, they're like, you know what? Um we saw on on your, your chest, your heart is quite is uh bigger than normal. Okay. So I'm like, What do you mean my, my heart is bigger than normal? So they say your heart is bigger than normal and it's crushing your lungs. Yeah. Hence you can inhale and you do short breaths and you will become dizzy because of that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, so what does this mean? They said, okay, we think that this might be TB. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, wow. Well, to track back in 2000, yes. when I was in grade seven, I was diagnosed with TB, did my sure. treatment, finished, sorted. 
So yes, I got healed. Yeah, I, I mean, with your lacks of TB at times, it's it's real okay. I mean, it's one of those things that you could catch even mm. in a taxi or otherwise. Mm. So exactly. to the extent that the doctors at the time were saying, "Listen, you know, it's it's TB related," mm. it, it was not to a certain extent far-fetched until yeah. obviously, um, as you would then find out. Yeah, and then what happened was, you know, when you they ask about your medical history, yes. and I know my history very well because I was quite a sick kid when I was young. Sure. So I tell them everything, and they start going back to those old cases, and yes. they start digging. And digging, digging, but they're not finding anything, so they start going, Okay, we need to give you TB medication so you, we can reduce the water inside, um, outside of your heart, yes. so you can breathe properly. I got on the treatment for nine months, about four or five months into it, I couldn't walk, I couldn't stand, I couldn't eat, I couldn't talk. Like, I was just sitting there staring at the wall with big eyes, and I was losing weight, yeah, you know, so and I was getting dark, I was looking pale. And I remember one time I went to the clinic for my TV treatment. One of the ladies, <laughs> the the first thing she said when she saw me for the second time, she said, you know, when I saw you two weeks back and you were here, I really looked at you and I was like, I was shame, but why doesn't this mother let the poor child die, Mar? You know, but yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm quite a fighter. Yeah. Not that, that that's in my nature. So I was like, you know what? I think I need to start writing about what I'm going through yes. on a daily because in case I die, now people will know that something was seriously wrong with me. Yeah. No, well, I think that that's very interesting and, and, and it at least sets the scene insofar as context and, and, and what this may well mean. I mean, mm. and, and we'll go through the tweets just now where, where people are, most of them are unaware. But from um, an organization perspective, Bonto, what is it that you've recently seen? I mean, since this morning when tweets went out, for example, people kept on asking, what is lupus? You know, mm. what are the signs? You know, um, age group, for example, of people um, affected by this. Uh, 40 uh, girls are from the age of 14. Young girls from the age of 14 to elderly women at the age of 44. Mm-hmm. It uh, affects basically one out of six people in South Africa. Unfortunately, at the moment, we don't have uh, statistics. States, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are currently busy doing that in order to basically give, submit something to Stats South Africa. Um, one thing that I've noticed ever since we started is that a lot of people actually don't know about lupus. Yes. People do not know the depth of lupus. Lupus is, uh, on my side, I would say, yo, I'd actually rather have HIV (laughs) than have lupus. It's, 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 and there's different types of lupus. Do you understand? There's not, it's not only SLE. It's, it's, there's different types of lupus and people suffer differently all the time, which is why, and the funny thing is that it, they, um, it, it hides itself behind cancer. It hides itself behind TB. It mm. hides HIV. It, HIV. Mm. That's why a lot of people, it's, it's not easy to diagnose. Yeah. That's the other thing. So before we get to that, I just wanted to, is there treatment that people take that out when they're on lupus or is it something that you just have to wait out? No, um, there is treatment. And then, uh, so the lupus patients, they go to even in government hospital, but not all government hospitals have this department, which is rheumatology. Mm, okay. So rheumatology, they deal with arthritis and autoimmune. Yeah. So those are the doctors that diagnose and treat lupus. So you are on chronic medication, right? The main, um, what is this, uh, the main pills that you take is called uh, prednisone. Yeah. So prednisone, what it does is 
it discourages your immune system from being hyperactive. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you take too much of it, it can bring your immune system so low mm. that me just being here, I'm open to a simple infection and, and I can end up in ICU. Like now, it, it's so approaching you, winter. You're best friends yeah. with the doctors, basically. I am so much. <laughs> you're, you're at home. We are friends. I yeah. know when I get there, I'm that guy who just sits and I just start talking and I try and find out even more because yes. every single doctor that I would see, they have a different opinion. So it's good to see Jorge. When you're speaking to somebody and another person comes with another fact that you are not aware of, you know, like, for example, your the medication that you take, the mm-hmm. side effects, yes. you know, the prednisone, it weakens your bones. So you can't take mm. it for too long. But then again, if you don't take it, you become sick, mm. yeah. you know. So it's so like it's a cash 22. You, you need know, to find the right balance right yeah. now. You know, yeah. The doctors themselves don't even know. How to treat it It's still it's, being researched Yes because now What they also need to do Is that they They do a lot of tests Like for example right My kidneys um, Were affected So two cells Out of 14 In my kidneys Were damaged mm-hmm. So they managed To actually see th- See that by doing A biopsy Yes Okay so In order for them To see what type Of lupus that you have They do um, Symptom tests They want mm-hmm. to see Where where is Has it mo- mostly Affected you Like for example Mine um, affected my kidneys, my heart, and my lungs. So they diagnosed this as nephritis. So nephritis has certain medication, the MMF, the Celsept, and the chloroquine. So the chloroquine is for the joint pains, and then the MMF is for the immune system. So I take about eight a day, and I take one chloroquine a day. Or one. And then you also have uh, systematic lupus. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm shocked because I can't even take one pill a day. <laughs> You're no, here, like, you know what? Like this is nothing. I mean, we forget I take eight. Ne? Yeah. Last year before my diagnosis, I was taking 19 tablets a day. Goodness. I was so good at swallowing those tablets whole. <laughs> ne? I'll put them right in my hand like this, not even one by one. A little bit of water open my, my, my airway. Cutting in my throat and I'll just swallow. So, so uh, and I mean... As I said, I, um, I don't necessarily know and, 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 and understand it, but you know, you, you are, um, educating us and, and mm. giving us, um, the proper background. Please do get in touch with us on 079-748-2090 through our WhatsApp line and, um, on Twitter as well. The hashtag there is country duty loopers or the loopers drive and we'll read up some of your tweets and the likes. Um, you know, we spoke briefly about doctors and, and, and their role, um, the potential of misdiagnosis, because that's what it was to a certain extent. Um, but what is it? I mean, especially for black families, um, we see mm. these things, we don't understand. Mm. Suddenly, you, you are bedridden, the likelihood yeah. is, uh, kibuloi, yeah, you know, at the end exactly. of the day. Mm. How, how can this, this um, happen to an hour and mm. stuff? Has there been, I mean, from you, it, um, family support? How has that been? And, and to you also, um, Bonzo, with the, the, the loopers, um, uh, troopers and soldiers out there, their stories, is the family support element there? And, and what would you characterize it as? You know, um, in regards to the people that we have, we have a social, um, WhatsApp group uh, that we basically support each other and communicate on a daily basis. And there's most people that don't really have um, family support. And I actually saying, you know what, we, it would be so great if you guys literally came to our families and explained what it is that we're going through because, but mm. do you understand? And a lot of people, literally, we have two cases where one was literally isolated from the family. And yeah. the, uh, we have a case where literally one almost got divorced. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Because the husband didn't understand what lupus is. Like it, it is, it is so deep to a point where 
Like if, 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 if not proper taken care of or not proper explained, then it literally, because it's, it's, it's really difficult having to leave, um, having to t- nurture a person that has lupus. So we have, we have a lot of instances and, you know, be kind of growing up in, in, in African families, it's difficult having to basically stand in front of your family and be like, okay, I, I have lupus. Do you understand? Because, <laughs> 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 yes, but we try, we try to literally, one thing that we do, we, we were trying to establish support groups, yeah. but what we mostly do is if somebody is literally admitted into a hospital and the family is there, we basically make contact with them. We go and see the person. Like we had a patient, um, who was in isolation. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to see anybody because she was literally at risk of getting diseases. Yeah. And, but, but we, we keep in touch. We're basically, we're very, yeah. So you guys have actually formed a family unit. We are a family. Yeah. You know, and, and you are a family, yeah. as correctly said. Um, and, and, you know, the strides, I mean, as I said, staying or experiencing that and, and stuff like that, you know, um, in your interaction, I mean, I've seen you started this lupus drive. How has it been, um, the response from the Department of Health, for example? Are they eager? Uh, and, 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 and I'm asking this because we are obviously going to invite them to the show. And I think the only reason that today it really was short notice, we acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And if they're listening, would really want to have, um, a show where they are here. But the purpose of that particular show at the later stage would be fostering relationships and moving on. But mm-hmm. I just want to get your experience, um, in so far as what it has been, because I think those are the mm-hmm. first people that you may want to interact with. Uh, you know, we, we had, we had our first march on the 4th of April where we went to the Department of Health, uh, Johannesburg region. Yes. And the first thing, uh, from the, the, the delegate basically that was appointed to come and, uh, accept our memorandum, the first thing that he said to us was, from the looks of every single person that is here, um, Nobody actually has serious lupus. You actually you serious? Serious? nobody has serious lupus because none of you actually have the butterfly rash. The one thing I'm actually, you know, I I, I had so much faith in regards to literally approaching the Department of Health, and we are actually going to national office. Though we're having hiccups in regards to the 19th, we're having a second march where we're going to national office um, on the 19th of April. That's next week. This is next yeah. week. This is next Wednesday. week. Thursday. 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 And um. We are still actually waiting for uh, an approval letter from from them because we actually submitted immediately after we were there like a week ago, mm. two weeks ago actually because last week was one full week where they literally had a chance. We gave them two weeks to basically be like, okay, uh, we we are acknowledging you guys to basically come and submit your memorandum, but um, it has not been done as of yet. Let's hope after this it will be done. But um, we haven't really gotten a great response from the Department of Health, unfortunately. Are there other NGOs or corporate or, or like what do you call organizations maybe that are like this and that also deal with um, the awareness of, of or the support for, for lupus yes, that we you are. guys are partnered with? Mm. The, um, we are not partnered with them. It would be so great in the long run to literally partner with each other. Um, there is... Um, Three other foundations, which is the South African Lupus Foundation. Um, there is Lehuane Loliza uh, Foundation, yeah. and there is. Can't remember the third one. Yeah, the other one as well. Yeah, we'll get the details <laughs> yeah. and put it up yeah. on 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 country duties at yeah. a, um, and ensure that you know we, we we spread the awareness and stuff like that. But 
one of the things that normally happens, because what I'm also seeing is the educational element related to this. Uh, do you think this is something that the Department of Education should be involved in? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. exciting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and what does that mean? And, and, and when, for example, should that happen in your view? Basically, um, there's two things involved in regards to the Lupus Drive. Um, I'm not going to say what basically our goal is, but, um, apart from creating awareness, obviously, um, it would be so great. Do you know at school right now in the syllabus 21st, 21st century, there's something called life orientation. Yeah. Yeah. In life orientation, we learn about uh, sexual relations. We learn about HIV. We learn about cancer and TB. Uh, we <laughs> learn about crossing the street. <laughs> it would be so great if the education uh, would literally, Department of Education would literally implement or introduce lupus into their syllabus. In the subject, life orientation. Mm. Do you understand? Because a lot of our patients actually know about lupus when they get diagnosed, which is why it creates most deaths because it would be so great if we literally grew up from grade eight, subject choice, when mm. grade nine, mm. and we basically get to know about it, opposed to literally going to hospital being diagnosed and then that's the only time that you, boom, they tell you you have lupus. So a lot of, uh, facts. Being shared with us is that mm. mo- it mostly occurs or attacks in women. Yeah. Mm. Is there any reason why it's it's more prevalent in that has been given to anybody or is yeah it's it's uh, mainly because of the 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 hormone. Yeah. I forgot the exact word for it, but it's a hormone. Like when you reach a childbearing age, yeah. There's there's certain hormones that are active in your body, so that can actually start your lupus. So that is why it affects mostly women And like 90% are women mm. And it's women, most of them It's women after giving birth After mm, mm. And also the lupus can also um, but again, I think it's called natal lupus Where it actually um, Starts when you're pregnant Yeah So now the complications there are actually greater Of course you know? So you can imagine now you're pregnant Your feet are swelling They're thinking that it's a pregnancy Your heart right. is starting yeah, to act mm. And your kidneys are starting to act so you can imagine now the prednisone, you can't take it because now it's going to affect you. They need to find a substitute and you are constantly sick until you give birth. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, as I said, um, it's educational, it's necessary. And unfortunately, we really don't have much awareness um, and, 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 and facts surrounding it. And it's really everyone's country duty to, you know, learn about lupus. Mm. We've just retweeted a few things um, and we ask you guys to also push it, you know, um, mm. tag us. Um, ask for, for, you know, uh, assistance insofar as, you know, um, campaigning and creating that awareness. Yeah. But having, having said that though, um, mm-hmm. have you guys received support from other, you know, I'd say media and um, TV? Do you guys write or do you, do you speak about it? Are you experiencing challenges insofar as getting to your at least media to start Spreading awareness And the reason that I ask this is We will obviously as country duty and the team Try everything that we can To say listen this is very important And let's you know Give people an ear And let us educate the country Because that's that, this is what it is Mm. Um, we at the Lupus Drive have had great support in great regards style. to media. That's, that's um, you know, doors have been opening greatly. Lovely. We don't have issues when it comes to the support of literally voicing out mm. what we are and what we're basically doing. Uh, the support has been awesome. Yeah. Um, I have a question here from, well, a statement rather from Kali. At Kali Kali, which is Kali. Shout out Kali. <laughs> Shout out Kali. Yeah. <laughs> so he says that the Department of Health's official 
uh, from the fourth offended a great deal of us. For some of us, the butterfly rash as a marker in South Africa is grossly inaccurate. Mm. Mm. That's the true. That's true for those abroad, but there is. N- but that is not our primary marker in SA. So mm. what is our primary marker in South Africa? Um, let me put it like this. Ne? Um, okay, it's about race, first of all. So I don't want to separate. So it's like this. For a, for a white person, yeah. ne? the rash, they turn pink. Okay. Everything is so visible. Yes. But what? On my skin, the darker skin, melanin, if you can look at me right now, you can see a little bit of awkward blackness on my face. Yes. That's the scarring of the rash. So the rash is different between a race. That is why we are so determined to actually do this, especially for the black community, because yes. we did an activation in Santon actually yeah. um, last year. And what happened there was all of the white people that I approached, they knew lupus or they understood lupus yes. or they had somebody in the family living with lupus. Yeah. But now us, the, the black people, a lot of them don't know it, yes. you know. And then the problem there is that lupus affects mostly Africans and Asians, yeah. you know. And when you're looking at it, we should be more aware of it than actually in Tanamahoa, yes. you know, white people. That's yeah. true. We should be aware of it. We but I think be. actually, not even in defense or anything, but I think if we look at our history, mm. um, like you said, when somebody has a disease that, that that's foreign to us, um, it's always going to be attributed to Buloy and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So maybe even as the generations have been coming up, thing, but because medical uh, or access to medical facilities at the, at the time was so bad for African people, um, it only started being introduced. Mm. Um, I'm using that word very loosely to African people. Uh, Post the the, the uh, apartheid regime because mm. back then they probably had it more um, centered as like you know the education system towards the black people then was not so now right now yes fine it's been twenty three years but we've seen twenty four years but we've seen that our, a lot of things that our government has been or should have done for us has mm. come at a slower pace. Mm. So I think yes, right now our our main thing should be pushing out all these illnesses that previously but we must now come out and explore it and be like, Okay, asiboloi um this is what it is and it should be the Department of Education and the Department of Health's major duty to go and explore and, and, and teach people about it. I mean mm. even with, with, with stuff like your cancer, you know, people mm. will be like, Ah, Melanin. Mm. I can sit in the sun, you know, <laughs> and you're just there, like, no, boo, that's not how it works, mm. because mm. that's that's that, that's kind of lack of education that is out there for our people. Mm. We were actually educated ourselves when we got to the Department of Health because one of the apart from the uh, butterfly rash statement that was. But made, what is the butterfly rash? I think for someone who's listening or Jimmy or Lutella podcast, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, I've seen the purple. If you could just explain the significance of it, and I think you you were going to touch it on is it. Basically and, just and, and, and the butterfly rash. It is basically just a rash that is in shape of a butterfly. butterfly. I see. That okay. is lupus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's only on your face. It's. Uh, it can be. It can anywhere. be anywhere, but then the main place it pops up. It's at the face. Mm-hmm. So okay. you can also you can heal here and. It, it can start somewhere then, sure. and it looks like a burn mark. So sometimes on the, with the rash, it can be so harsh that your skin cracks, and you can see all red underneath. So that's how, yeah, it is. As I was saying, um, one of the things that we were educated about is that lupus was known 
in South Africa from 1981. Mm-hmm. Really? We were yeah. told at the Department of Health that what are you? What do you think that you're going to change? Because we knew of lupus from 1981. I mean, the awareness for starters. I mean, that's mm. that's just crap as well. I mean, in my view, um, and and I mean, this is a call out to people who are listening, who are going to listen, and we'll share the podcast on our timeline, and we urge you to really support the lupus drive because um, it. In fact, one in six, as you correctly said, might be you, a friend, family member, exactly. but ultimately in our lifetimes, we would know one or two people who are either impacted or affected by lupus. Mm. And therefore, it is very necessary. We need to start a campaign and drive it and drive it proper so that people know exactly what we're dealing mm. with. Yeah, um, it's actually a funny thing. There's actually six of us in the studio. I'm the only one with lupus. And so, <laughs> so it, there it goes gives credence right? to the stats. Yeah. Um, it's exactly yeah. that. And, and <laughs> it's true. But, but let me just ask this. Um, clearly, if someone is suffering from lupus, and, and it, 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 it is a costly, um, I'd say, um, you know, sickness yeah. to a certain medical extent. Medical aid covers it. Mm. Medical aid? It, does. It, it covers it. Uh, in circumstances where... You know, are people who are not on medical aid then happen to, because in any event, even if medical aid covers it, the likelihood is it's going to wipe out exactly. that medical savings mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. and you'd have to even reach out. Yeah. What happens then? Um, and, and, and what does that mean? Okay. Um, a lot of people that I've met that have lupus started off on medical aid. Yes. It got so bad. Most people are on in debt for like about 100,000, 200,000 because it's constant visits to of the course. doctor and then. You know, they, they credit you. They're like, actually, you know, you're sick, so we're going to credit you. So now, fortunately, within the government, there are depa- there is a department, rheumatology, like I said. So people can go there and get um, the necessary treatment. But, you know, the, the, the problem with us, like um, Africans, we don't ask a lot of questions when you go to the doctor. Because you think, you know. So when you when you're looking at... People going to the government, they just go, they take medication, they don't really get a I'm thorough explanation. I'm impressed by the amount of medical terms that you just threw in the first 15 minutes. I was just like, <laughs> what is he saying? I live in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the hospital. Like, Which, yo, it was really impressive. But I get what you're saying, that people don't ask questions they, about the, yeah. the illnesses. That and they you know, be. like, there's, there's one sad um, moment I was in the hospital. You know, um, I would urge young people that know and understand that they maybe their family, they their parent who's older, has lupus. I would urge them to go to the doctor with them because you get there. I remember one gentleman. I asked him. He was old, maybe my sixty years. Né? I asked him like, "Oh, pap, so when are, what are you in for?" I but it's already rheumatology. Do you understand? Yeah. And I'm like rheumatology, but it's a department. Of course. So that's where the problem is. Our young people are not involved within their parents' sicknesses. That's why. Later on in life, instead of you helping your grandmother and to uh, insulate herself when she's diabetic, you decide to just make porridge and move out and yeah. just go. You know, whereas you can learn to administer this because now to a diabetic is a gene within the family. If there's if one person has it, definitely somebody else has that gene. Yeah. So same thing with lupus; it's hereditary. Yeah. Now, if you are going to be ignorant to the fact that your parent is sitting in bed because her feet are sore and you don't want to find out that maybe I can give her pineapple juice and then her joints can be better when Mm. she flares up. You know, you just say, ah, mama, you know, medications, it's it's ignorance. And that is why lupus is rife within the black community. You know, because now, motosoriki lupus are full and you're like, and then they die, like, oh, shame, you know. Mm -hmm. And young people should go to the hospital 
and find out exactly and speak the English that their parents can't speak with doctors because you get to the hospital, you get a white doctor, you know, and then the man is talking English and your parent is just saying yes, no, yeah. take two medication at night, what's some what would move down the medication, but they don't even ask the questions like what are the symptoms because sometimes she acts funny, she's angry, what is that? Yeah. Can't the stories are too much, of course, so they cannot balance their emotions. No, we, we we hear you, and I also am aware that you need to now go. As you said, the media has been very kind in so far as mm. giving you guys <laughs> space, um, and 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 go to another, um, you know, uh, commitment where you'll be able to to advance it, and and we urge people to also tune in with um, at Rems Mabote um, at half past eight. Is no, it? It's actually. Is it not Metro FM? It is Metro FM. Um, we'll actually go off to Metro FM right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, um is it at 8.30? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's what, um, Hopedi. I'd actually like to mention something. We're having a gala dinner on the 10th of May, which is what we are basically trying to submit to the government for the 10th of April, May to be proclaimed as World Lupus Day in South Africa. Uh, we have an event called An Evening of Hope and would like to urge sponsors to really just jump in and help us in regards to this event. Um, it's going to be one of the first in South Africa where we are going to be celebrating um, our lupus warriors. Wow, lovely. I mean, we will do everything possible to be part of that, your, mm-hmm. your dinner and the drive. Uh, as I said, for us, you tag at Country Duties a day. We'll see this. You put in the hashtag. We'll then retweet it to our followers and, and ensure that people see it and stuff and um, be, be, be there. I mean, like Spirit Chaser SA says, this is an insane amount. There are insane amount of people who don't know what lupus is. And it's seriously um, important. In fact, it can result... Um, in death and it needs to get attention more than what's been happening yeah. we need medical cover that support people like us because it's a, res- a serious debilitating disease based on the question that you basically asked previously as to what uh, could we possibly be doing or our patients do in regards to that instance um, what we are basically trying to implement is subsidizing to yes. understand um, yeah. But in order to do that Basically mm-hmm. we need to have funders We need to have people that we're in partnership with In order for us to basically be like Okay this is a number that we are dealing with And most of them are not on medical aid How's about? Yeah Do you know? No, um, it, it's, it, it means that the conversation should continue yeah. The, yeah. The, the tweets really are, are crazy Because people are Keep on asking what it is. Yeah. Uh, Kaki, I know you're managing the account. You are there and, and we see your tweets and retweets. No, um, and it also Bumi. Means, uh, and Pumi <laughs> as well. Um, she must be tired Jim, from, from, from the first yeah. aid and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's a fighter properly. Yeah. So, um, both, you know, from lupus and, and what she now is doing. Um, let, let's, let's educate the people. Let's retweet. Let's tweet and let's ensure that we, we keep the conversation going. Yeah. Um, so if and, somebody and wants it. to get in touch with you guys <coughs> who does have lupus or who has as a family member that has got the disease, how do they get in touch with you guys? Uh, basically, contact us, DM us, on our social media pages. On Facebook and Twitter is the Lupus Drive. No, Facebook and Instagram is the, the Lupus, Lupus Drive. Drive. And, and then on Twitter, on Twitter it's Drive, Drive Lupus. Lupus. Uh, once you DM, DM us, I will be in contact. Um, one other thing that I'd like to say to the Lupus out there 
please, if you have lupus, we are, we are actually collecting or compiling stats for people affected with lupus. So if you have lupus, get in touch with us so we can actually note you down so we can know the exact number of people affected by lupus. You know, because one time some people actually have had lupus for nine years and they've never known anybody until yeah. the lupus drive. Yeah. Do you understand? When I was diagnosed, I didn't know nobody. Because I was sitting there like, yo, I'm going to die because nobody knows what, what this, this is. is. So we're just urging everybody that has lupus to come come forth. If your parent has lupus, let us know and then we'll just take down the details and compile stats. Because at the end of the year, we want to submit that to stats essay. So yeah. They need to also play an drive. active role. We yeah, need those yes. numbers. We need, we need what numbers. it is. Yeah, we yeah. always hear about inequality, poverty and salary exactly. disparity. Mm. But these are diseases <laughs> that are affecting our people. Yeah. And I mean, Stats SA needs to, to own up and come mm. on board and record this. Um, in any event, taxpayers' money must be directed to such initiatives. Yeah. Mm. We can't be talking mm. corruption all the time where people are dying due to, exactly, too. and our doctors yeah. too. Um, lack, lack of knowledge, education yeah. drive and stuff. But guys, we don't want to make you late to your next <laughs> appointment. That's the lupus side, uh, the open palm. It's an L. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, <laughs> and, but thank you for joining us in the studio. Thank you so much. And, and we really appreciate your time. And we're now part of the lupus family as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. That's why you follow me with it. Or not to that. Yeah. Of course, always, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great stuff. This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the Country Duty Show on CliffCentral.com. Um, what a moving and enlightening discussion on lupus. Yeah, it really was. I actually want to read one of the um, uh, fighters, the loopies, as Idumilin called them, on the. Um, Blog site. They've got a blog site called the Lupus Drive. Um, Co.za, I think it we, is. We'll share the handle. Um, her name is Tehofatso Kuselwa Mabuela. She's 24 and she shares her journey with lupus. I was 23, she writes. I remember vividly because I found out months before my birthday. I still think to myself, what a birthday present. I suffer from what is known as central nervous system, CNS, lupus. Which affects my brain and my spine directly It's also quite an inconvenience Because of the terrible headaches that I experience Before I was diagnosed I had her- I had horrible headaches and backache I would scream from the excruciating pain I remember I once spent five hours in hospital just to get pain injections and they would not, and they would not admit me Because according to them These were pains that I was just pretending from when I was diagnosed, I thought my doctors were joking because I spent days in the hospital, in the hospital before they had never been able to diagnose me. I didn't even know about lupus. I heard about it once on a TV, television show and that was it. I never cared to research about it, but the gravity in the matter that was shared gave me the a glimpse into the brutality of the disease. I spent my whole life scared of HIV AIDS just to get sidetracked by lupus, a disease I don't know. I was emotional and very sad when I found out. Lupus has, um, has affected my life in ways that I cannot even begin to describe. To be honest, I feel inadequate. I got a stroke from lupus and since then it has been hard to do a few things. And yeah. she carries on telling us a little bit more about her story. And one thing that stands out for me is how she speaks about the way the doctor's Explained it to her, you know. To yeah. me, even said it himself that the looks on their faces before they diagnosed Horrific. him yeah. was, was was what scared him more than the actual thing, and also how um, Osteo was um was saying that that it it's it's she thinks that HIV is better because all this time we've been given so much information and 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 terrified about HIV when True. there's this 
deadly killer out there called lupus that nobody yeah. knows about. No, no, it's, it's absolutely right and uh, very unfortunate. Um, the Department of Education, Department of Health, in fact, everyone must come to, you know, um, to this effort and ensure that we spread awareness. It's, it's important. Um, remember the stats, one in six people is almost likely will be impacted or affected by lupus. Um, could be me, you, friend, your fellow tweet, or family, you know, anyone. And it's very important because it won't, it would most likely be too late. It would be seen as witchcraft, especially in our black families and the likes. But unfortunately, it's something that you'd have to maintain and do so using medication and educating yourself. Um, thanks for tuning in in relation to, to lupus. But, you know, Before we sign out on lupus, um, next week, the 19th of April, from half past 10 to 1 o'clock, they're going to be going from the union buildings um, to the Department of Health. Please do join us. I think I'm going to try and make it if I can. Please do. Um, yeah. If and we'll, we'll spread the, the awareness, the tweets and stuff. Um, and we ask, um, people who listen to the show, tweets, be it you listening via podcast later or so, do get in touch with us. Um, check at country duty, uh, ZA, um, the hashtag country duty loopers, um, at the loopers drive as well. We will be spreading information and we ask that you, you, you really take up the task, contribute in so far as you can, be it monetary or otherwise. Sometimes people just want, to talk and and we know that um, people are out there and are able to to listen but this is such a an important thing um and and let's see what we can do while we're talking about events and the likes um on the 12th of april at the constitution hill we there's a hashtag i am winnie mandela it's a concert tribute fit for a queen of course she is a queen um it's at constitutional hill the time is from 6 to 10 p.m. There will be a condolence message book that will be available. And it's actually there every day from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And people are invited and they should go there and really pay the tribute. Some of the artists that will be there is the likes of Zahara, Lira, um, and other renowned artists and if you may have missed the memorial today there's an opportunity for you to also go right on the condolence book and the likes um what are we doing next week next week we are going to have dr martin in studio leonard martin he is the head of the um khoisan um Organization, and they're going to be talking to us about the national conversation that they're going to be having about the Khoisan people, um, the land distribution and land reform. Um, the Khoisan coming out as the first nation, as the first people, or being recognized as the first people. So there's going to be a national discourse from the 22nd till the 27th of April, and next week we're going to just be finding out a little bit more about that. No, that's that's very interesting. Okay, the the land issue is not going to go anywhere today. Never. I attended an interesting land seminar. I put up a tweet I this morning. Um, and as expected, it was more about bickering. I'm sorry. I know people who were there and and follow me, and people are asking for feedback. It was really this horrific thing. If this thing's going to happen, this is what's going to happen. Most likely being downgraded. Jesse, and I asked I them. I, I, I've been asked. I said, but listen, 
we have very educated people here, people with monies and everything else, yet not even one started speaking solutions. Surely that's not contributing to national discourse and stuff. And you could see the faces. Um, and it because was just and stuff. But that's nonsense. And that's exactly the point that we need to be talking about this. We should not just be on the front line and just blabbering and not providing but solutions. But can I tell you something? Remember Dumile who was in studio with us at the time? Yes. He did mention that, you know what, um, this, 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 Creating the panic is actually part of the agenda. A, man- a monetary thing for it white is. monopoly capital. In fact, not because a- that's where they're going to now come out and be on some. Yeah, but because the land has been taken, we need to increase this and we need to increase that, and it's it's part of their agenda. So Let they are tell you, creating you, this panic so that they can have the monetary value to Eric it. We've gone to WMC. That's meeting. There's actually something that they call um, risk for political instability, RICU or something like that. Um, and, and really it, it, it has to do and how it works with uncertainties when it comes to government or, or places and stuff like that. And, 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 um, you know, the gentleman stood up and spoke about it briefly and stuff, but it was an excellent marketing tool. I mean, his insurance guy and was probably marketing himself, but with the issues that land and stuff, how there's uncertainty in relation to that and how they are looking towards maybe making it a, a, a commodified type of risk so that people can start paying premiums or so. So WMC is, is way ahead of us. And, and I'm urging people on Twitter, uh, comrades and, and, and the likes, we need to start writing our stories on land. We need to read up and be... You know, well informed, um, well informed provide, provide long term solutions because the hysteria really ultimately it's going to die down. Um, and, and we need to provide, um, long term solutions. There's stuff called the private investment treaties and bilateral investment treaties. We need to go and read up and see what they say and advise government that they should not be preaching these things, looking at the sunset losses and stuff. That's, that's our task. We need to do that so that this issue of land redistribution is done and it's done properly. Let me stop politicking. Um, so <laughs> next week we're talking, um, the, the question and, 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 Land related issues and stuff. I'm more interested in who recognized them as the first people. Was it symbolic or otherwise? But we'll ask Dr. Martin we'll and stuff. The, the following week on the 23rd, we're also going to have very interesting, um, people in the studio. Um, and it's, it has to do with strategies for South Africa 2030. I'll share details in, in due course and closer to time, but there are young, upcoming and proper people doing real work regarding where we want to get at as as a country and what is it that we need to look out for and what is it that we could learn and, and all of those things. Um, but we will be in touch. Um, and thank you for tuning in and making time for us. Do share your comments on at country duties at a at dumisole handful underscore K. And hashtag country duty. Thank Always. you very much for tuning in very uh, tonight, guys, and have a good night. This is cliffcentral.com.